Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. What you're about to hear is a series of disturbing messages <laughs> about what happened during certain people's school days. We do not condone what you're about to hear. This, I mean, we've done some close-to-the-bone texters, I would say, in our time, where we've yeah, received yeah. dubious information from the public. We have then chosen to broadcast. <laughs> this, I mean, I would say today we had the most amount of text that we couldn't read out. Yes, so many, yeah. A lot, lots of ones about arson. I mean, that was a real thing at school, wasn't it? A real problem at school. But, yeah, it's, it's got a documentary feel. You know, we're not judging anyone. We're not saying if anything is right or wrong. But they, these things happened, and they should be documented. That's right. We are um, we're kind of Donald McIntyre. Mm. Um, we're kind of Stacey Dooley. Right, yeah, 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 great. Yeah. Think of us as Stacey Dooley going, yeah, what was that like then when I was naughty at school? Was that bad? Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there will not be a yeah. Stacey Dooley puppet on this series of Spitting Image. <laughs> Certainly not if I'm not watching it like that. Good God, what was that? Um, so, this is an action-packed show full of basically delicious gossip about people's naughtiest school friends. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, during the show, by the way, I got a text from uh, a girl I was at school with, Caroline oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Caroline Ellis. She said yeah, she heard me talking about Zabia yeah. uh, on the show, uh, one of the hardest kids in the school. And she reminded me that Zabia used to drive to school in his uncle's car, and that he was in the we were sixteen at the time. So I mean, I don't know how it happened, but uh, and again, I'm not condoning it. But he used to drive to school in his uncle's car every yeah. day, and and uh, she reckons he used to park in the teacher's car park. Geezer. Seems ridiculous. He certainly is a geezer, yeah. Full time geezer. Yeah, amazing. Brace yourself. Here we go. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio with rock and roll football on a massive day in Group C1 of the UEFA Nations League red-hot action between uh, Luxembourg and Cyprus and oh, uh, Montenegro and Azerbaijan. And it's live! Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. In the big game, it is still nil-nil between Luxembourg and Cyprus. <laughs> got fans in the stadium there i know there's at least i reckon there's a few hundred there aren't there in the sunshine it looks lovely it looks really good actually it's a really good game of football you know what actually six or seven months ago we'd have killed to watch luxembourg against cyprus so we should not be sarcastic about it you're right this would have been a major event uh yeah yeah it would have been massive wouldn't it yeah wow yeah and in Uh, luxembourg it is it really is at the uh, Jose Bartel Stadium. Both teams decked out in, in Macron as well. Even the ref has got Macron on. The big kit in Central Europe at the moment. What? Are you trying to make a point? No, I'm just Are you on commission? Just... What was going on no, here? No, just, it's just nice to see Macron getting out there. Dyson's it? latest wheeze. I'm not, I'm not trying to plug Macron. I'm just saying. Macron are a great brand and it's great to see the home team in Macron, the away team in Macron, the well, referees who I respect in Macron. It's just rare. It's rare to see everyone in Macron. Just stop amazing. saying Macron. Right. There is a day of red hot football yeah, action in the lower leagues and internationally. Mm. Here to preview it, possibly mm. wearing Macron. <laughs> it's Matt Dyson. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
<laughs> yeah, no Premier League, no Championship. Uh, no reason to be downhearted, though, because we have the Nations League, uh, the uh, League of Extraordinary Nations, Europe's elite involved in UEFA's new way of jazzing up pointless friendlies. And boy, do we have a treat in store today, as we've heard. Uh, just kicked off in Group C1, the most glamorous of all the groups on this all-star Nations League Super Saturday. Luxembourg versus Cyprus, all in Macron, and uh, Montenegro against Azerbaijan. I'm not sure of the kit brands for that one. The international big guns are on display. We truly are blessed by the footballing gods. Uh, In all seriousness, no, uh, um, surely no one is going to be bothered if these games didn't go ahead during a pandemic. Is it really worth risking everyone's health to play these matches? I suppose in a world... This is absolute radio. (laughs) Keep it light. (laughs) I suppose in a world where Joe Wicks could get an MBE for jumping around in his living room, who who are we to question what happens? Elsewhere in the tournament... treasure. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Having just failed to qualify for the Euros next year, the Republic of Ireland are in action. Uh, The Roy Keane, no doubt, angrily walking his dog after their penalty shootout defeat to Slovakia in Bratislava in midweek. He'll still be seething when we talk to him later, hopefully. They're playing Mm -hmm. Wales tomorrow afternoon, which could be quite good. And then uh, later in the day tomorrow, England take on Belgium at an empty Wembley Stadium. Uh, We do also have League 1 and 2 fixtures from 3 today. Top of the league, uh, one table, Lincoln City at home to Bristol Rovers in rock and roll football terms. It's Bernie Torpin, Elton John's longtime lyricist, of course, versus Jeff Barrow from Portishead. But will Saturday be all right for fighting or will there be sour times at Sinsil Bank? Um, will the honky cat imps enter the glory box? Bottom of the table, MK Dons head to the park of Fratton to try and stop Pompey playing up again. Portsmouth fan Fred Dynage versus <laughs> long jumper Greg Rutherford. Oh my <laughs> Don God. from MK. This is... <laughs> Bare knuckle battle to the death. I'm clearly running out of ways to sell these fixtures. Look, there's football. It's going to be great. <laughs> Oh, my word. I mean, I respect the effort, but that was some of the most tenuous broadcasting I've ever heard. Look, I, can only work with, I can only work with what I've got here. Your own Come brain. <laughs> Ties, I mean, it was a wonderful effort, but... Um... <laughs> Look at these fixtures. I mean, how are you supposed to make them sound exciting? It's very hard. It's hard to hype up. That's the problem. It is. I mean, maybe this is something for us to discuss off-air at our team meeting, <laughs> yeah. but I thought we agreed to always say positive about the subject matter that we were going to be broadcasting for three hours with. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. There's been an early goal. An early goal in that thriller. Luxembourg, Cyprus, Matt Dyson. Amazing. Danel Sinani has put Luxembourg up front. One of the smallest nations in the Nations League. And yet looking pretty good so far. Montenegro also won up in the other game against Azerbaijan. Stefan Jovetic with the goal, the the Monaco striker. So, I mean, we mocked these games, but they are turning out to be quite exciting. They are indeed. Um, text us on 8.12.15 for today's Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Why should we support your team in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Now, the Premier League and the Championship aren't in action. So it doesn't have to be your team. Just have a look at today's fixtures. It can be anywhere in the UK at any level, but we do want to win. We, um, we had three wins on the trot and then back to Aldershot yeah. last week. 
after yeah. some dodgy intel um, <laughs> some came really in. Dodgy intel, Turned out yeah. they were only top of the league alphabetically because <laughs> no games had been played yet. So our attempt to game the system rightly backfired. Not great. But we played for 1-3. So not mm-hmm. a bad start to the season, um, but we won't be invincible, sadly. But any any game today, why should we back your team? Or which team do you think we should get behind? Now, producer Nelson was livid with us last week uh, with the older shot decision. He says we should support Lincoln at home to Bristol Rovers. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, they are top of the table in League One, so that could be a good shout. Um, Bristol, like mid-table. Lincoln City looking pretty strong. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be avert against that. OK. You can take it to your men yet, can you? It sounds like some sort of trade union uh, negotiation. I'll put it to vote between the lads and then we'll get back to you. Listen here. Stood around this big fire. We want a new agreement on ours, <laughs> on holiday time, on paid maternity and paternity leave, and I want you to support Lincoln against Bristol Rovers at all at three o'clock. Have you got that? Now, you tell them bosses and then conglomerates, you can't come to cities like Lincoln and push us around. Not no more. Oh, no. Because we're together. And we play in a brass band. Yes, we <laughs> Seems do. to be the yeah. message from... Uh, that's yeah. what most people seem to take from the minor strike. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been flippant, of course, and from Nottinghamshire. Yeah. I fully appreciate the uh, ramifications of it. Yeah, very serious time. Yeah, very serious time. So Lincoln... Some, some village is still suffering after that, yeah. Sorry, what? Yeah, Lincoln at to Bristol Rovers is the, is the fixture we, you need to kind of beat. But it will, Nelson is going to decide today. Oh, is he? Right. Oh, there'll be no half yes, Nelson. Okay, it will be full Nelson today. <laughs> um, yeah. He will decide. And um, he was really annoyed with us. And I said, look, this is like collective cabinet responsibility. As a show, you know, we get behind the party line. He's uh, He's been leaking to the media all week. So yeah, this is on yeah. Nelson's shoulders. <laughs> he looks very angry with me. I, I think I better... <laughs> Um, think about why my neck in. Um, so, text us on 8-12-15. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? We need to pick a winner. Nelson, and I think Dyson think Lincoln at home to Bristol Rovers is the way to go. But is yeah. there a better option out there? Text us on 8-12-15. Oh, and we've got John Richardson here um, at oh, half-time yes. at 3.45, the Leeds fan and comedian. We're struggling with this. A lot of us who don't like Leeds have to kind of grudgingly admit that they are playing yeah. rather good football and that actually yeah. they're good to watch so we've got a Twitter poll going so head to our um, Twitter feed at R&R Football we've got a poll up there at the moment Seven, 69% of people say it's not okay to support Leeds still. <laughs> so it, things wow. may change <laughs> but get on there uh, let us know whether it is okay to support Leeds yet or not as neutrals and let us know who should we just, who should we support in today's 3 o'clock kickoffs. Rock and Roll Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. goal in what is a fantastic game of football by the way um, Dyson tell us all about it it really is Luxembourg now 2-0 up in this cracker in uh, the Nations League Group C1 uh, a second goal of the afternoon for Danel Sinani look out remember the name you heard him here first on rock and roll football big things expected from the Luxembourg striker and the beating Cyprus 2-0 
Always said that. Nations League Group C once, but one of the most exciting <laughs> leagues in the world. Yeah, yeah, always nice. said it, Anything yeah, can happen, yeah. you know. It's, it's really good fun. And uh, now Roy Keane is on his way here, and we should say, if you would like to um, suggest something for Roy to rant about, you can email us, football at absoluteradio.co.uk, or you can tweet us at RNR Football at any point in the week, and these all go to Matt Dyson, and he will put them to Roy Keane, who's here now, so I shall, I shall hand Great. over to Roy. Let's channel Roy. Um, uh, first up, Roy, we have Brian in Grantham, uh, who wants to know uh, your thoughts on people uh, that bowl into a Pret or a Mackey's, uh, see a single communal queue of which the front feeds to the next available till, and then on a technicality, queue up at a till with one person at it, uh, bypassing the egalitarian queue. Public shaming, would that be an option for you, Roy? Public shaming's too good for them. You know, they're, they're the most appalling people in the world. And I think, you know, particularly in a society like ours that was founded on queuing, you know, it's, it's not just an insult to everyone in that queue, it's an insult to the country. It's, a, it's an insult to the founding values, really, of, of modern European democracy. Because it's all about, you know, uh, being fair and that. And you know what I hate the most about those people is they stare dead ahead like they don't know what they're doing. And you can yeah. feel it because you're looking at them. You're trying to catch their eye, maybe from their offside. You're just slightly behind them you know and you're looking at them burning your eyes into them going look around now because I'm going to tell you what's right and they, they ignore you and then someone might say excuse me and they go oh I didn't know you go you knew full well and I was saying, I'm going to follow you home. <laughs> the, the brass neck, eh? You're right. I follow him home, I follow him home and I, I'll deal with him there. But uh, And I say, you know what you did? You know what? I might wait a couple of weeks and just pop up in the garden and go, hello, mate. Remember me? I was three behind you in the queue. Oh, so you're not so confident now. Now you're running inside. <laughs> what if I got it? Uh, no, I can't have it, and it's not right. <laughs> no, I can't imagine you queuing in a McDonald's, but I suppose it, it does Well, I don't go to McDonald's now. D- 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 don't be silly with it. I queue no, where the places yeah, where I do sorry. go. You know, yeah. the principle sorry, okay, of queuing yeah. is an exclusive yeah. to, to no, multinational no, fine, fast yeah. food chains. Yes, yeah, yeah. We I, had I it there first, pre- don't forget that. Yeah, or pret which is the same company, isn't it? They're owned by the same people. So. Well, look, they, uh, we've got... people have got fingers in pies all over the place. I don't want to get into the, the holding companies and the structures and the shareholding nature, yeah. shell companies and whatnot. It's, eh, it's not what this feature's all yeah. about. Yeah, uh, next one has come from Alistair Campbell, the Alistair Campbell, right. uh, who said he'd like <laughs> to know Roy's views on the Premier League's pay-per-view plans that were announced this week. I, I can see why they want to do it, because they need the money into the clubs, because there's no one going to the games. But they get so much money from the TV, we know all this. You know, they get more money from the telly now than they've ever got. So they don't need to be doing that. I mean, who's going to pay 15 quid to watch Burnley Southampton? Are you going to do that? Yeah. Uh, not unless you were there as a pundit ranting at half time. It doesn't really feel like you get your money's worth. You know what? I think if it was a fiver, I wouldn't be so mad about it. Because it's only going to be the fans of them clubs mm. that are going to watch it. You know, on the whole, yeah. unless it's a big game, you know, um, you know, like what are the big teams? Liverpool, they're big, and, and Man City, you know, that's it. That, but you, you'd be getting them games on Sky anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, people aren't going to be paying. It's not fair on the fans, like, and the fans can't go to the games, you know. So you shouldn't be charging them that sort of money. Dad said, if they do offer me the games, I will change my opinion for a few quid (laughs) and start advocating how it's a really good way to make football accessible. Yeah. I don't like annoying sponsors, you know, not at the time. I'll maybe write Uh, a book about it a few years later, but at the time I'll go along with it. Yeah, fair enough. Very professional, Roy. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We need to pick a game. 
And we need to pick Ooh. a team who to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Obviously, it's a lower league special, really, today. So let us know. Text us on 8 12 15. Why should we support your team or any team you can think of in today's three o'clock kickoffs with a good enough reason? At the moment, we're thinking of back in Lincoln at home to Bristol Rovers. Um, yeah. Someone's been in touch here and said, uh, well, Steve's been in touch. He said, uh, Glossop Northeast against Kidsgrove. We need all the help we can get. Come on, Glossop. I Googled Glossop Northeast. They play in the Northern Southeast Conference. So not even just the right. Conference North, the North, wow. the Southeast end of the Northern Conference. They are 14th in the wow. Northern Southeast Conference. And Kidsgrove, who they're playing, are third. Okay. This does not, not fit the profile one. of the sort of team no. we want. We want to be supporting a known winner. <laughs> yeah. It's just do. not good um, enough. At Kicking Beats on Twitter has suggested Barry Town, who are playing Newtown, but that's just kicked off at half two. Funny kickoff time. I mean, we, we need to be able to have teams that are of a level that we can see their scores on the Sky Sports app as well. I think that's quite important. <laughs> isn't it? That's, that always helps. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> but, but, um, How do Victoria... those guys get those results? <laughs> Victoria in Lincoln uh, says, Lincoln, please go for Lincoln. So there is a groundswell of support for the Imps. I mean, it is a lovely place, Lincoln. You must have been there. It is. Oh, the Christmas market, Ford. It's lovely, isn't it? Well known to to us East Midlands folk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Beautiful place anyway, isn't it? Good city centre, great pubs. Yeah, I'd happily back Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, that's the way. But you, you, you need to give us a better reason. You need to give us a very good reason not to back Lincoln at home today. Text us on 8 12 15 uh, and let us know why. Um, how's your week been, Dyson? Very good, thanks. Just before um, just before this show, I had um, I went for a five k run and ate some uh, warmed up Chinese from last night. So I'm having a lovely day so far. Yeah, I uh, mean that yeah. that really is sort of giving with one hand and and, and really taking back with two. Well, yeah, I feel like I'd earned it. But how about you? You've been everywhere this week. Every time I turn the telly on, you're there. I turn the radio on, you're there. You're everywhere. I'm omnipresent. How, how, <laughs> how's the book sale going? By the way, I went to buy one yesterday. Um, and I went to WH Smith's at a service station, yeah. and it wasn't there wasn't one there, so I couldn't buy yeah, it. Okay, I yeah. am, I'm just going to get it on Amazon. Sort the product instead. down. I'm sure they had. <laughs> they must have just sold out. They must have sold No, it's it's because they're small, aren't they? They only do the top fifty they sold like, from last week. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll be in the top. You'll be there next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they'll have sold out. They'll have sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, don't buy it. I have actually brought in a a signed copy for you, Dyson. So there's one. Oh, have you? Oh, I have wow. you. Oh, lovely. Oh, well, still, I want to buy one as well. Go. Give me the cash. Support you. Sell them, sell them. Yeah, make a little sideline for yourself there. Sell them a little profit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, it's signed. It's signed for you. It's here. Great, lovely. lovely. That arguably has devalued it. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Incredible drama. Luxembourg, Cyprus, Dyson. Yeah, I know. Did you watch it? It's so yeah. exciting, isn't it? I'm really getting into this game. I got all excited for Sonani when it looked like he scored a hat trick. Lovely shot from outside the box, but there's a couple of other Luxembourg players uh, that sort of may have touched the ball on its way in, and it was unfortunately um, denied. Denied for offside by the referee. Thank you. Thank you. That's quite all right. <laughs> so that just—I was just very pleased with how well that sound effect worked. It was very we were being slick, all sarcastic and facetious yeah. about that game. It's we were, one of the best know, games I've ever seen. Yeah, it's been really good. We'll keep you fully like updated. You say, like you say, there was a time we would have—we had dreamt of games like this happening. Pined. So we should, be, we should appreciate it. Yeah. 
We do appreciate it. Um, now, today's World Mental Health Day, and we're talking about our mental health and helping each other is something we must do, especially during these tough times. Here at Absolute Radio, we want to achieve 10,000 kindness pleasures. Pleasures. Well, I suppose they do bring pleasure as well, so it's kind of, um, <laughs> yeah. a, a kind of an appropriate slip of the yeah. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, these pleasures, scientists have proven make people feel better. Simple acts of kindness set off chemicals in the brain for both the person who does the kindness and the person who receives it. So if buy, you, you, know, you buy someone a coffee, you send them a text, or just phone them. Uh, it doesn't have to cost anything if money is a bit tight. Uh, please do me and everyone a favour and go to absoluteradio.co.uk, put a pin in the map and pledge some kindness. Uh, Dyson, you've pledged some kindness. I believe. Uh, yeah, so a, a simple act of <laughs> kindness. Uh, my, I've got two two neighbours behind me, and every week I take their bins. What emotionally? In for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I take their bins in physically. I uh, physically pick up their wheelie bins and put them back on their to their house so they don't have to. It's just a little act of kindness. That's all it is. It's just yeah. a, a pleasurable pledge. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, more, it's more admin than kindness. Um, not to talk it down, it all matters. It all matters. It all helps. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Still 2-0 in this thriller between Luxembourg and Cyprus. In League One, Portsmouth are 1-0 up against MK Dons, which producer Will is very excited about. That's a good game of football as well. Yeah, I suppose I suppose it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> two, two minutes in, they scored as well. Salford are one nil up as well. Chesterfield are one nil up. Goals flying in. Early goals in League One and Two this afternoon. Very exciting. Um, most footballers managing to behave themselves. Some of them, of course, being real icons during lockdown. Particularly Marcus Rashford, who uh, proudly mm. collects an MBE soon, which is a lovely announcement for him uh, and for everyone else uh, because of his wonderful charity work uh, and and just the great campaigns that he's led, making sure that um, low-income kids can actually eat food. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> nice thing to do, isn't it? Sort of yeah. basics like that, really. What a guy. Such an impressive man. Um, not every footballer has behaved well during uh, this period, sadly. Um, mm. Ben Chilwell, Tammy Abraham and Jaden Sancho got in a bit of trouble for going to parties. I don't know why people keep going to parties with loads of people at them. I yeah. wouldn't want to go. No, this is how it comes to a house party. There's going to be loads of people here. I'd go, are you mad? Yeah, especially if you're a high-profile England footballer. It's a really obvious thing to avoid. Yeah. I've never been a massive fan of really busy house parties anyway. No, they're never oh, good. Can we just go to the pub? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to run out of beer, then I'm going to have to go to the off-licence, then someone's going to drink mine, and I'm gonna, there's all going to be the rubbish ones left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Tammy yeah. Abraham's going to turn up, and he's going to get <laughs> sanctioned. Oh, no, what? Um... So, um, they've been the naughty boys, really. Um, and there is something about naughty people. <laughs> what am I saying? Oh, what? What? naughty people. On, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> well, it made me think of the naughty kids at school. They are the most memorable oh, people from school. Oh, um, aren't they? Yeah. So, text us on 8, 12, 15 and tell us, first names only... Yeah. Who was the naughtiest kid in school and what did they do that was naughty? Um, there was a kid at our school called Stephen. I will, will give no surnames. He was in the year mm. below me and he was so appallingly behaved that basically they took him out of classes. But I, I think he um, may have had a kind of uh, chaotic home life. So they kept him on site, but they let him do, like, repairs around the what? building. They gave him power tools. This is no word of a lie. I remember coming what? out of a He's secondary... like a handyman. Yeah, he was, and he was, like, 13, and he was mending the banister with, like, a power drill, a Black & Decker, and then started threatening wow. people with it. I was like, sir, what have you done? You tooled him up. You took him, him weapons. He was dangerous yeah. enough without what? weapons. You've given him electricity. 
Imagine what he's going to do when he discovers fire. We're in what so much it? trouble, sir. Like, I'll thinking? be fine. I've never known. I mean, that is, that's so counterintuitive. That's like clough levels of... Oh, well, if he's naughty, yeah, yeah, just tall him up. It will teach yeah. him responsibility. A power tool. That's was there a naughty kid at your school or was it you? Uh, yeah, well, no, it wasn't me. No, it was so rough our school. We used to, you know, when other schools, uh, people got expelled from other schools, they'd always come to our school. Ooh. And it was like, oh, great, oh, great, we've got a new influx of kids. They're going to be lovely, aren't they? They just got expelled from the neighbouring schools. <laughs> and we had, t- I remember, like one, one day, two of them, two of the big, scary ones. <laughs> Lee, Leroy was one of them. Yeah. And Zabir was the other one, Zub Zub. He was a lovely guy. They're both quite nice guys, but just hard, you know. Yeah. They were hand in a fight and one day there was the the rumour mill went crazy that they're going to fight at the, at the end of school what they're, they're going to fight each other on a tennis course they're going to fight each <gasps> other like two two superheroes wow. going together Leroy versus Sabia and um, uh, it was all day the hype was building <laughs> people talking about it and so, so much was the crowd that gathered in the tennis courts at, at, at the final at the final whistle home time home time that the teachers came out and they they realized what was going on and the fight was stopped and it you know it was it, it could have been a massive moment but uh, it, it didn't happen sadly but well obviously it's two. right it's right that the fight was stopped yes we exactly more than that. <laughs> yes yeah yeah but they were two heavyweights in our school not to be messed with do you know what they're doing now uh no i've not heard from them funnily enough no i'm not sure i hope they're doing okay I like to think that they listen to Absolute Radio sometimes and go, oh, that's Matt Dyson from our school. <laughs> yeah, must go down there to London and sort him out. <laughs> so text us on 8, 12, 15. Who was the naughty kid at your school and what did they do that was naughty? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We should say we are not endorsing any of the behaviour we're about to read out. <laughs> no, we are no, doing this purely really in not. retrospect. We're, we're effectively radio documentary makers. We are just <laughs> we're holding up a mirror to society yeah. as it was. And yeah. uh, It happened, right or wrong, it happened. It happened, know? and it's important yeah. to, to recognise that fact. That Ooh. said, some of these texts are absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Text us on 8, 12, 15. Who was the naughtiest kid at your school and what did they do? Matt Dyson. Here's a classic for you. Rob was the naughty kid at our school, says a non. Set off a little firework <laughs> rocket in our GCSE English exam. No one was hurt, but exams were dismissed for the day. Imagine that, a rocket in an exam hall. Ridiculous. That's like awesome. That could, that's really serious. Seriously naughty children. But that's criminal. <laughs> that's not like, yeah. like pea shooters yeah. and, and no. you know, Bash Street yeah, yeah. Kids type stuff. No, it's not. That that's, is seriously dangerous. That's techniques. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, stuff. yeah, this sort of light-hearted banter's great on a Saturday afternoon, you know, this, <laughs> this arguably amoral. Um, oh, we're going to be in so much trouble. As we say, we distance ourselves from the actions yeah. of Rob um, yeah. so many years ago. Wait. But just, you know, as again, you know, just as purely as documentary, you know, people who are interested in society and psychology, do give us a text on 812.15 with all the juicy details of the <laughs> naughtiest kid at your school and what they did that was naughty. Rock and roll. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Another goal at Fratton Park. Portsmouth are now 2-1 up at home to Milton Keynes-Dons. Uh, a 
beautifully taken penalty. AFC Wimbledon drawing, Wimbledon drawing nil-nil away from home at Swindon. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We're back in Wimbledon today. Still plenty of time to get three points, but a point Oops. away from home would, you know... Yeah, we'd settle for that. Perhaps Ipswich are one 0 up at Blackpool. Luke Chambers with a goal, the ex Forest defender. Uh, and it, you know they're pl- obviously playing in empty grounds. But when Luke Chambers scored, he cupped his hand behind his ear to the stands. Oh, that's uh, funny. As if to, say, <laughs> as if to say, what are you saying now? But well, there's no one there. They weren't oh, saying anything. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Very clever. Very that's clever. funny. <laughs> oh, I like Luke Chambers now. Yeah, oh, that's fa- that really makes sense because no one there. You're that's right. Joke, You've turned into Steve Allen. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> LBC. LBC. Yeah. Do I sound like Steve Allen? Oh, that's funny. Do I? Oh, do I? Yeah, he's okay. a bit more of a nasty edge. Oh, my Lord, would you believe it? AFC Wimbledon have scored. Get in! Wow! Yes! <laughs> Woo! Joe Piggott. Nelson calls it. Yeah, Get well, in. I never. Wow, the okay, magic it's... powers. Come on. Flying Swindon away. Unbelievable. We're talking about the naughtiest kid in your school. I have to say, some of the messages we've had are disturbing in the extreme. I mean... So much arson went on. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's lots of setting fires. Stay away from that. Yeah. Um, what are your pick of the messages that you've seen that uh, we're illegally allowed to read out? That we're allowed to le- read out. Um, there's one. There's one from a teacher that's good. Colin, the teacher, yeah, who, who works in a school, and one of the things he does on a Friday is read the reasons why all the detention kids receive their detention. Uh, this week's best reason was that a pupil used his phone to email his Spanish teacher to say he wanted to drop Spanish during an actual Spanish lesson. <laughs> <laughs> The phones aren't allowed in a lesson, so it's a straight detention. But he is now, um, as a living, is now a full-time geezer. Um, We've we've had a message here. Says my bro locked a nun in the cupboard. What? (laughs) That could be from Ali Campbell. There's a nun in the cupboard. What am I gonna do? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Today's World Mental Health Day. I think it's been amazing. I don't know if you agree with this, Dyson, but particularly over the last few years, the way that football, the world of football, has really embraced talking about mental health. Yeah, yeah, certainly. More and more people are talking about it, which is a good thing. I just think it's a really good way to kind of, particularly for blokes to talk about it. You know, it's a... It's a yeah. I think men struggle. Well, I think all everyone struggles really sometimes to talk about the mental health. But if you can do it through things like football, it, it sort of somehow makes it easier to sort of yeah, explore the issue. Yeah, when footballers come out and say that they've uh, struggled as well for various different reasons, it's always very brave for them to do it as well, and it's a step in the right direction. And do you? I mean, I think about this far more now. I do think about whether I should ring friends more often and talk to them more often and, and ask them if they're doing okay. It's sort of, it is on my mind more. And that is as a result of society talking about it more. I'm not yeah. sure I would think about it as often as I do were it not for campaigns like this and heads no. up and, and mind and things like that. Like it do, that constant reminder that mental health is something really important to talk about actually yeah. I think has made me far more aware of it and has made me keep in touch with people that I think perhaps, you know, do need a, a bit of a chat. 
Yeah, and it's not just, you know, you can have uh, banter on WhatsApp groups all day long, can't you? But when you, some, you sometimes you need to actually phone the individual and speak to them. You know, and, you know, like if, if one of your friends had broken their leg in a bizarre way or something, you'd call them up and say, oh, how's the broken leg? Uh, but when it comes to other uh, things to do with their mental health, people aren't as prone to call them up. And that seems to be changing, though, hopefully. I think so, definitely. I mean, there are times, I've, luckily I've never struggled with my mental health, but there are times where you feel less good than others. You know, and you do need, you do need to chat to a mate or someone that you, you trust. Need an outlet, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, so it's just so important to do it. So on World Mental Health Day, if there is someone that you've been meaning, you know, because sometimes you think, oh, I'll give Dyson a ring or whatever, and then you don't quite get round to it. It occurs to you sometimes you think I should do that, and then other stuff happens. The phone rings, the yeah, door bell yeah. goes, you it's you true. get lost in work, and then you don't do it. And um, maybe today, if you were thinking of doing it. Let's just do it in the next half hour. If there was a mate of yours you were meaning to just check up on, or a family member, let's just all do it before four o'clock. Yeah, let's do it. And yeah, you didn't sound like you exactly agreed with me there. You were no, like, nah. Do, do, you do call me, Fordy. Do call me as well. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you now, aren't I? If it's you I'm ringing, I've not made a very good effort with this. <laughs> if I just in the next half hour ring you... You're all right. I think yeah, it's in the spirit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, mate. Well... So wherever you are, wherever you're listening, we hope you're well. And we know that this is a really difficult time still. And although some things have changed, uh, for a lot of people, life is still very serious. And regardless of yeah. COVID, you know, people struggle in all sorts of ways, regardless of their background and their Ooh. situation. So uh, we hope this show helps in some way with a bit of escapism. Um, but wherever you are, you know, we, we, we do, we care about you. Um, wherever you listen to this and we, we wish you well so uh, today and not just today but make the effort with a friend if you if you were thinking about them Kicking you into shape it's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast We've been asking you all show to vote online at R&R Football uh, Is it okay for us to like Leeds now? And we are joined by comedian um, John Richardson who's also a Leeds fan I almost, I almost said something salty then and I, I decided against it because we are I thought you were trying to list other things I've achieved in my life and you realise there aren't any sometime comedian and um, great to hear Keep the Faith on the radio are you only playing songs about Nottingham Forest today or <laughs> oh hello mate oh. hello hello there oh well um... yeah, it's been a quiet year what with the virus I've got, I've got gear mate I'm ready to go <laughs> well saying that you've got gear may be misconstrued so watch your mouth now we've got um, we've got we've got the results of the poll here the people have spoken yeah. um it's a 69 to 31% split. Of course it is. 69% of the, of the British public. The settled will of these islands is that it is not OK to support Leeds anymore. Um, good, good. I wouldn't want it any other way. Well, good. Um, but that said, actually, people... Do you feel as a Leeds fan, people are looking at you with, with fresh eyes? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely a different... I mean, uh, Leeds fans are looking at Leeds with fresh eyes. So, you know, there's plenty of Leeds fans who... Uh, speaking as a Leeds fan, I haven't liked us for much of the last 15 years. So Yeah, but you haven't liked anything, that, really, have you? That's true, that's my thing, isn't it? Yeah. What I do. But no, like, even for a Leeds fan, there, there's a sense this year that, you know, as, as we were getting ready for the Premier League to start, I don't know if you follow the Premier League, but it's, anyway, I'll, um, we'll chat about it another time, but... There is that sense of this is the best it will ever be. It doesn't matter what happens, you know, this year. So long as we stay up, that sense of anticipation going into a season that you've got Bielsa and you've got the team, you know the way of playing is going to stay the same and it's amazing. Then it hasn't felt like that for a very long time. But the thing is, you say that 
you've started so well and you're playing such exciting football. It doesn't feel like you're just going to cling on and let's see what happens. It feels yeah. like maybe this year you could win a trophy or something or, or end up playing in Europe next mm. year. It feels like you're one of the most exciting teams in the country. Yeah, well, the Europe thing would be big. I think if we can get some European football, we might keep Bielsa for another year, which would be absolutely game-changing. But, yeah, I, mean, I, I thought it was going well until the results last weekend, and then that 4-3 defeat to Liverpool starts to look like a really ropey result, to be honest. So, <laughs> I think we should have done them, to be honest. On the day, I was like, God, that's incredible, I'll take that. But then you see last weekend, and you think, God, we were really poor that day. <laughs> yeah um, I mean Dyson you're yeah. a Forest fan it's difficult for us how do yeah. you feel about Leeds it is hard but I, I am warming to them it must be said uh, yeah partly the manager but there's just the start you've had in the Premier League so exciting in Bamford everyone had said you know he's not ready to make the step up from the Championship to the Premier League and it turns out he is well he's got about three and four so you, you're actually quite exciting and I am I'm warming I'm softening my stance on Leeds it has to be said yeah, well, there is a lot to like, and there is. I think for all football fans, you dream of that. You want to believe that can happen to another club, that it hasn't happened the sort of the Manchester City way. Bielsa came in, we didn't buy anyone. You know, he worked with the squad we had. The changes he made were to the training ground, and I think for all teams, that's what you want to believe. You know, Forrest now with a new manager coming in, you, that's what you want to think, right? Well, we, what we've got is enough. It's just about playing the right way and getting out of that league. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, John, as, as well as being a very talented comedian and broadcaster, you would be an excellent yeah. press officer for Leeds United. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, give me a call. Anything, if I just get a waft of Bielsa in a corridor, I will take any professional role at the moment. Like, you know what, you've had more than a waft. I've been yes. with you when we saw him. Yes, in his tracksuit at the gala dinner. Oh, Black tie do. Everyone else is there in suit and booted. Bielsa oh, came nice. in his tracksuit and trainers. Yeah. It's getting a bit ridiculous now, this this signs. Of, there's actually a move now amongst Leeds fans to stop people using the shop. Everyone knows he goes to Costa. Everyone knows the Morrisons he shops in. And I know because <laughs> yeah. I have been myself to that Morrison. Specifically <laughs> <laughs> with a view to bumping into him. I went to Weatherby for no other reason than to see if I could see Bielsa in Morrison's. And he wasn't there. But now there's, there's a bit of a sense of... With a virus knocking about, let's let's leave him alone. Let's not let's not go up to him because he will stop for anyone. He'll, he'll, you know, he, he has loads of photos taken. He always says, you know, he says people want a picture with the club, not me, and I am the head of the club at the oh, moment. But it's not. It's right. him. This is deep stuff, man. Um, well, for that reason, I think we kind of... It is hard for Forest fans and, you know, basically for anyone with a conscience to, to like Leeds. But I think, you know, you've done a very good job of, of, of convincing us there, John. Um... Have a it's lovely weekend. Bielsa. Thank you very much. Just, you know, enjoy Bielsa in, in English football because it won't be for long. And read the book about him. It's sensational. There's not a lot of good literature out at the moment. So if you are... You know full well there is. You know, I feel I'm sort of, in terms of literature, I'm sort of homeless at the moment. Oh, you I'd love to plug a book. I would love to. If there was something out there now, I could just say, get hold of it. You, you just, you know what? You, you leads in every way. Dirty at everything. Lovely. Well, I look forward to your comeback when it comes, and it looks like you're about to make the comeback, and then you actually you just fluff the gag. It's a new dawn. Cheers, mate.
You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I've been asking you about the naughtiest kid at your school and what they did that was naughty. There's so many we can't read out, but thank you for them all. <laughs> Keep them coming in. 8, 12, 15. A pearl has just come in, Matt Dyson. Yes, from Billy, who says uh, a group of him and his friends were put into detention for ramming a cricket steamroller into a telephone box at their school. It was a posh school, apparently. The fact that one of the lads was dressed uh, uh, dressed as the Queen... <laughs> was was on the steamroller dressed as the Queen waving to her subjects at the time did not help Wow. Imagine if you were a kind of tourist in that area. Is there a more kind of British scene than a cricket pitch, a red phone yeah. box and the Queen? Yeah. All it Lovely, needs is a London it? taxi yeah. and some low-level petty crime and it really would be a kind of Yahtzee of British society. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Wimbledon still winning 1-0 away at Swindon. Uh, St Johnston beating Brecon City 2-0 in the Scottish League Cup. Dundee winning 2-0 away at Brora Rangers. Hamilton Aki is winning 2-0 at home to Ayr United. And in League One, just a couple of scores here for you. Craig Alexandra winning 2-0 at home. Ipswich Town winning 3-0 away at Blackpool. Plenty of goals today, Dyson. Yeah, I mean, the big results, of course, from earlier in Group C1, the most exciting Nations League group. Uh, Luxembourg beat Cyprus 2-0. Same scoreline for Montenegro against Azerbaijan. Montenegro winning. Time now to cross over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Thanks very much, Matt. Welcome to the May Sports News Centre. We start this week with news from Mike in Swansea, who completed the virtual London Marathon last Sunday. According to May Sports News sources, it took Mike over four hours to complete the run and his knees still haven't recovered properly. All of those at the May Sports News desk pass on our congratulations. Laura. Uh, yeah, uh, Jim, again, I hate to keep harping on about this, Jim, but do we know if he did that on, on a treadmill or did was that on-street running uh, to, in the virtual sense of the marathon? Do you know? I don't think we should be undermining anyone's <laughs> achievement. I think he's done really well. Uh, just over four just, hours to do a London marathon. Could you do that yeah, on no, a treadmill I, I, or on the road? Uh, probably not. And I know you got upset when I asked about it last week. You, you've ignored me around the office all week and uh, <laughs> criti- criticised me in a team meeting. And I know you didn't like that, but I just wondered if you had any more information. That's all. Jim. I told you last week, and I'll tell you again, and I'll tell you again and again and again until you get the message into your head. I will tell you when I have the information. If I'm not telling you, that means I don't have the information. Moving on, Emma in Liverpool (laughs) says she has beaten her record for most games of Wii Tennis this week after kids had rediscovered the console at the back of the cupboard. In a pre-prepared statement, Emma revealed she had played 12 games since Monday uh, but would not state how many of those she had won. While we congratulate Emma on her newfound sporting streak, we do urge her to get in touch. Text us on 8-12-15 to tell us how many games you've been winning. OK, I just ask you a question, Laura. Do you think playing tennis on a console counts as sport? Or should, well, should be down at Roland Garros uh, for us yeah. to comment on it? 
It's actually quite a workout. If you remember the old uh, Nintendo Wii, got quite a sweat on in the living room uh, playing tennis and temping bowling. No, I don't play computer games because I'm not a virgin. Finally, we're hearing breaking news from Aberdeen where Sam has just brought a new exercise bike for the front room. According to our sources, Sam's wife has gently encouraged the purchase after, in her words, he'd added some lockdown weight in the last few months. While Sam is yet to use the bike, he stated he's excited to be able to cycle while still watching his favourite TV programmes. More on that story as it develops so from me and Natalie. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to report as uh, us to report on next week, always email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk tweet us at Football. No news is too small and I'm being told by management in my ear I need to report yeah. immediately for a disciplinary meeting. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Game of the day in the Scottish League Cup. Clyde 3, Dumbarton 2. Sounds like an absolute thriller up there. Ooh. We'll keep you updated on that. Our team of the day, AFC Wimbledon, still winning 1-0 uh, away at Swindowich. <laughs> producer Nelson is looking very happy about it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Still a good half hour left, so let's see what happens. Um, text us on 8 12, 15. Who was the naughtiest kid at your school and what's the naughtiest thing they did? We had an amazing story um, from someone who said that their mate was on a, what was it, a steamroller. Yeah, they rammed the cricket steamroller into a telephone box. That's what was written down on. Well, the, he was dressed the as the Queen. Into the detention dog was one of them dressed as the Queen, uh, <laughs> wa- waving to passers-by as it happened. And Billy's been back in touch with breaking news to say it may be no shock to know that the lad dressed as the Queen in said incident went on to be a big noise in the Tory party. <laughs> wow! The entry in the detention log still exists. Amazing, Bullingdon. Club scenes. Buller. That's what they do in it back in the old days. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Uh, could it be? I do not. I, I, I don't want to call it on the. Uh, by the way, you know the. I, I do. I, I accept the uh, great question from the uh, honourable. Uh, but, you know, there is one thing I do want to say. I wish Matt forward every good fortune. <laughs> You know, do you ever have that conversation where you think, you know, what what music would you play at your own funeral? I know it's sort of like, yeah. do you ever have that when you think? Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah. I have a, con- you know, I would say I think about this maybe once or twice a week when I just try and choose between whatever by Oasis and Don't Look Back in Anger. But yeah. I would like to think maybe if I'm cremated, just that final bit, just when the <laughs> curtains close. <laughs> just it's not it. today. Uh, I wish Matt forward every good fortune. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a play. Yeah. Oh, oh, my brilliant. final, final. The last time anyone claps eyes on me, I think it'd be a really funny thing. I wish him every good fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think I should just carry that round with me, just in my pocket, and just play it off yeah. my phone. Should be a ringtone. That should get me free stuff, shouldn't it? I should be like, I'm number ten's got my back, man. Yeah. That should get me like, I don't know, twenty five percent off at home base or something. Or like better stuff. I don't know, free champagne. I I should have thought of something better. Should I, let me test drive this Ferrari. They're like, oh, you look like a scruff. I go, listen to this. I wish Matt for every good fortune. I've had to have it for as long as you like, sir. The Prime Minister. Back in the old days. Can you imagine, though? Like, proper it's old true, days. Like Walpole yeah. or Disraeli. That would have been my... Yeah. 
That it, he'd have written a letter for you on a quill and it was yeah. I support Matt Ford. Yeah, on vellum. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is enough of this. Do text us on 8.12.15. Who was the naughtiest kid at your school and what was the naughty stuff that they did? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Not satisfied with Luxembourg-Cyprus. We've got the Portsmouth game on here in the studio. They're winning 2-1, but there was such a well-worked free kick there. They had the ball in the back of the net, but they were sadly... Denied. For an offside. Denied for an offside. But uh, great drama. AFC Wimbledon still winning 1-0. That Clyde uh, Dumbarton is still 3-2. St Johnston winning 5-0 at Brecon City. At home to Brecon City, sorry. And, of course, congratulations to Scotland in the week who beat Israel on penalties and now uh, face Serbia in the week. One game away from qualifying for a major tournament for the first time since 1998. Yeah, it'll be so good if they get to the Euros, wouldn't it? be great. I think I get more annoyed by it than a lot. I think a lot of Scottish football fans have kind of, you know, drifted away from the national team. And obviously as England fans, some people can sympathise with that for slightly different reasons. But it would be amazing if Scotland qualified for the Euros. Yeah. Wouldn't it? And it's an, and it's an easy win if we get them in the Oh, don't well, do so. that! What are you doing? I'm trying to build a bridge here. We're living in a divided society. I'm joking, of course. I'm joking. You know, I if really they qualify and they beat us, I'm going to remind you of this. <laughs> yeah, please do. Play the tape, yeah. <laughs> Play the tape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know what plans you have for the week, Matt, but I was thinking on Tuesday night, um, obviously because, I mean, you were very kind enough to mention my book earlier, mm. um, I have been deprived by the situation in which we find ourselves of having a book launch, and I did kind of imagine, I was like, it'll be great when the book oh, comes yeah, out, I'll kind of, of you know, maybe... Uh, at some cool old bookshop in London and, you know, there'll be yeah. Prosecco and oh. Carver and, you know, Luminaries. <laughs> yeah, you'll do a live reading from it and everything and everyone will applaud. It'll yeah. yeah, clever people wearing glasses going, it's so ironic, I love it. I just go, oh, well, you know, it's a little on me. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, sadly, um, that is not happening. So oh, instead... That's a shame. Well... Instead of them doing an online book launch, which everyone is invited to, on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, hosted by Alistair Campbell, to launch my book, Politically Homeless. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) at the time I thought it would be a good laugh. I mean, now I'm slightly dreading it. Yeah. He's bound to play up. He certainly will. An intimidating opponent at the best of times. Yeah, I don't know why really. I did that. Why didn't I just pick someone easy like you who like, would, would be nice? I just, yeah, I'll ask you whatever you want me to ask you. Yeah, he's going to give you a grilling. You're going to be on the rack in this interview. He's going to batter me. I think at the end I'll have sold less books than at the start of the... <laughs> I don't want this anymore. People are going to be like applying for refunds during the event. But um, I've, I've tweeted the link. It's through Blackwell's, the bookshop. So if you'd like to come to that on Tuesday night from the comfort of your own home, um, you can. And there's... You can get a signed copy of the book with the link as well. That's on Tuesday night. Alistair Campbell. I mean, the more I say it, people are like, why have you chosen Alistair Campbell? He's going to tear you in off. He <laughs> is so scary. But I shall be there. I shall click on the link and I shall be there, as will all of the members of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Of course, yeah, it's your duty. You cannot call yeah. yourself a member unless you come to this event. It's our sort of first official meet. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but that's that's going on on Tuesday. There's no way to kind of segue out of that, just, frankly, flagrant piece of self-promotion. Well, on that note of self-promotion, do buy the book and... Uh, yeah, Politically Homeless is out now in all good bookstores. Cheers, Dice. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio with Rock and Roll Football. We're talking about the naughtiest kid at your school and what were they? What was their naughtiness? How did it manifest itself? Matt Dyson. Uh, yeah, a tweet here from Rachel, who appears to be the naughty kid at her school. Uh, some things I can't talk about that she got up to, but she did. Um, she freed a frog when they were dissecting one in school, which is always a good prank to play. But then she says, I think it must have been home economics. She baked a can of lilt. What? Um, yeah, I don't know how that, what happens when you do that. She put a can of lilt in the oven <gasps> and baked it. It would I mean, explode! I, presumably, yeah. Yeah, presumably it would explode and maybe melt. <laughs> the can would melt. I don't know, but it'd be a right mess. Yeah, it's really dangerous, Matt. Oh, do, yes. Don't yeah, do this yeah, at yeah, home do or that. at school. Obviously, we're not <laughs> condoning this behaviour, no, yeah. And she's since learnt for her lesson from what was a very silly thing to do. Yes, very naughty. Um, ben yeah. Johnson has said, uh, a top naughty kid moment at our school was when Darren threw a basketball in someone's face during PE. As a punishment, he had to do laps of the court while we all threw basketballs at his head. <laughs> Oof. That's an Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. That's eye for an eye. Yeah. That, is, that sounds like that would not happen in this day and age. That is like... a lesson at school. That's like when people say, we sort it out in our own. We sort it out on our estate. The police yeah. leave us well alone. The elders have got together, <laughs> bought a load of basketballs and sports direct. We're <laughs> all going to blast it at the naughty kid. Basketballs at his head! At his head! So, I mean, he, so was, he was wrong in what he did, but, like, that's multiple yeah. blows to the head. That well, can't never, be right. Never did it again, did he? You know? Well, no, he was unconscious. <laughs> yeah. He was wheeled out of there. <laughs> he couldn't. Oh, my. I can't believe that. Right, we're all going to do it to you. <laughs> oh, that's... It's sort of bordering on... Um, like, that's like natural justice, isn't it? That's like... Yeah. Weird. Some Darwinian wrong. about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And again, we're not condoning this. Oh, God, no. another, another one here says, at our junior school, there was a kid who used to wander around pretending to be Rod Hull. With <laughs> 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 a tack around that he didn't have a puppet, he didn't have an emu puppet, would just pretend to be Rod Hull and run around attacking random random pupils. I'm not sure whatever happened to him in the long term. <laughs> Sounds like, like he was a budding impressionist. He, he, by all <laughs> yeah. he may well be working on... On the new series of Spitting Image. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> rock and roll. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It is almost all over in the three o'clock kickoffs today. Here with a pick of the latest and final scores is Matt Dyson. <laughs> Huge news. The final whistle's gone at Swindon. Uh, Wimbledon have won one Get nil. in! Yes, Joe Nelson! Piggott with the only goal of the game. The Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club is back. Get in! Uh, meanwhile, a late equaliser late equaliser of a Tranmere at Salford. Uh, two all. That game's finishing after Salford had a 2-0 lead in League 2. We nearly backed that game. We nearly backed Lincoln City and they've lost 2-1 <gasps> at home to Bristol Rovers this afternoon in League 1. So some shock results out the there. Oracle. Not the Oracle. Not for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Get Nelson in. is the new messiah. He is. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> word, Nelson! My word, absolutely stunning. Portsmouth clinging on two-one in Scotland. Some very high-scoring games. I mean, we, I don't know if you mentioned yeah. it, but it's just there. They, obviously not in Scotland. They won four-one away at Blackpool, scoring a lot of goals. St Johnston ended up beating Brecon City seven-nil. Um, and Clyde Dumbarton did end 3-2. Thank you so much for listening. Your texts today have been absolutely superb. Dyson, it's always a pleasure. We'll be back with some proper football 
next week. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, I mean, what what a catalogue that was, Dyson. Yeah. Oh, so much going off. It seems like you know, the Nations League seems like a distant memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Football itself, even the concept <laughs> yeah. of sport. It yeah, was like it was, yeah. exists in another universe or planet. Yeah. Very apt, actually, today's subject matter, given that this part of the podcast, obviously, is for the hashtag r and Ultras. Ultras? Ultras? Yes. Yeah. The thing is, people aren't using the Ultras hashtag, they're just using Ultras still. Ultras, yeah, we're just Ultras. R&R, yeah. hashtag r and Ultras. We should give shout-outs to people who've been using it. Uh, Gareth Beardall, Simon Gregory, Ed Morris, yes. Joel Brown, Gareth Beardall, I just said him. Yeah, he's in there twice. Shammy Allwink, <laughs> Chris Taylor, Rob Edwards, we nice. see you, boys. Ian yes. Williams, Waltman and Firm, Kevin Crispy-Creeman, Neil Barbie. Stu Wilson. We've got a tasty little firm here. Chris Bradshaw. Hello, Sam. Savage. Richard Bicknell. Hey, hey. <laughs> Cheer up. Where'd you get those shoes, mate? Your old mate. <laughs> That's the sort of uh, banter they used to have, innit? Yeah, yeah. What are you it doing, just only red? You look like a postbook. Yeah. Where's your feeling tracky? Come on. You look like a banana. <laughs> so that's the finish. If they're all in yellow, they look like a banana. If they're in red, they're a post box. They're all in black. Yeah. You look like a cab, mate. Yeah. All you need Simple. is a little orange dart on the front. <laughs> Don't go south of the river. That's why they call him the cabbie. <laughs> Simple 80s banter, wasn't it? That's what it was all about. But thanks for staying till the end of the podcast. You are the ultras. So tweeters and hashtaggers, RNR ultras. This is the, um, this is the naughty part. Do you think yeah. we should try and set up a kind of spurious rivalry with... With a, another football show, yeah, or another yeah, radio, radio X, station? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think Radio X, we should start yeah, getting a bit tasty, getting up in their grills. For any particular presenters you think we should... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Just the, Maybe the station as a whole. Yeah. Maybe it should be who's on when we're on, you know. It should be like that our direct time slot, our direct, direct rival. Yeah. I'm not sure who it is, but uh, we'll look into it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll have them. Obviously, though, this is the podcast, so people are listening to it at all hours of the day. So when you're listening to this now, there might be a different presenter on. Ah, that's true, yeah. That's a good point, actually. We'll just take um, them. You know what? We'll take them all. Well, Radio I mean, X away. We'll run yeah, up. Radio X away. Vaughan seems quite tasty. That's sort of the only one I'd be worried about. You Jay-Z. got run at you XFM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd be their top boy, wouldn't he, Vaughan? Oh, he would I'd, yeah, well, yeah. I'd stay well clear of him. Yeah, he's probably quite tasty. I mean, I'm going to be hanging around at the back. I'm going to be hanging around I mean, let's be back, honest, both anyway. of us will be at the back. I'll be yeah, in the pub yeah. over the road. <laughs> I guarantee you this, literally every XFM presenter could batter me. And that go- I mean, most of the smooth presenters. Yeah. Mellow Magic would cave yeah. me in, no doubt. <laughs> We're not that hard, really. We're just mucking about, just in case any of you genuinely it's thought all, we're It's all Seriously, bravado. Guys. It's all bravado. Yeah, it's just it's locker room banter. That's all it is. <laughs> Braggadocio, it's uh, horse black. <laughs> Machismo. Yeah. Oh, it's such a shame that the podcast has to end. I really enjoy this bit of it now. It's kind of like acting out my fantasies. <laughs> it is. Well, look, I mean, let's try and organise something and see where we get. We'll put put a message out, put some feelers out to our people there. Some feeler tracks out. Yeah, yeah. Feeler tracks. Yeah, yeah. We'll try and arrange a tear up. <laughs> right. Let's do it. We'll see you next week. It'll be fun. Laters. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done.